Welcome back to Hype FM, celebrating the best and latest in New Zealand music. Today's guest is alt-pop rocker Macy. Um, having opened for the likes of Tasha Tana, Lime Cordial and Teenage Dads, today we are celebrating the release of his debut album, The Lovers. <laughs> Macy, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Of course. Um, so when did you start singing and making music? I assume that was from a young age. Well, the er the earliest memory I have of that was I was at my cousin's for dinner. I'd have been four, so this is a very like it's like a snippet. Yeah. And they had an old upright piano, and I tinkered on it while everyone was trying to have dessert. I think, and then I got off the piano and I turned around and said, "That's called the sparrow." Wow. So I was. <laughs> so I think I thought I was like Beethoven from like. I love that. Day dot. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. So dad. Dad was a jazz player. Um, big band leader, teacher, and an orchestral player. Like wow. with bassoon, everything That's music. Very niche bassoon. I know. But love First it. bassoon too. So wow. he was quite good at the yeah. bassoon. I don't know why he picked that instrument, but <laughs> he's an odd man. But yeah, so from the earliest memory I have is me and my mom and my sister just getting pissed off because there was constant saxophone, clarinet, bassoon blaring out of his studio, and we had we always lived in quite small houses. So yeah. Not much space, and he yeah. had a very big personality and played yeah. big music. Love so it. So I think it was kind of it was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like surrounded by music. Yeah. yeah. Congrats on the release of your debut album, The Lovers. Um, so yeah, this exposes um, the anxiety and securities that come with life and uh, love and loss, mm -hmm. um, and it really has a unique sound, bringing together crunchy guitars, live driving drums and soaring vocals so it's absolutely amazing so congrats thank you um, on the release of that so yeah what were your main artistic influences going into the album um i think me and ben, when i met ben i was in this weird transition of like doing okay with the previous project and like but didn't feel quite me mm. and then when we started hanging out we we, we basically just talked a lot in the hallway at Parachute before we even made a song and through that relationship he helped me just rediscover that like oh fuck I actually really enjoy you know from my childhood it was Green Day My Chemical Romance um, the Beatles you know Led Zeppelin all of that rock band music and I'd yeah. kind of forgotten about that um, and then yeah he got me to sing on the mic and we started the song and then we discovered the killers and um i rediscovered like war on drugs the smiths all these like beautiful bands and, and sort of that kind of sound from that era yeah. and it just felt felt really right so we kind of ran with that so like a lot of the songs on that album are heavily inspired by that but also i love my pop i love my yeah. troy savan i love my joji yeah so you'll probably hear It'll all be subconsciously in there. Yeah. Yeah. Hints of hints of hints all of, of those it all, yeah. artists. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, yeah, you've definitely like solidified your artistic sound and it's very unique. Aww. And um yeah, I think it sounds quite nostalgic in a sense. Like they're all classics and I feel like that a lot of them are really timeless. So yeah, you've done a really great Well that's job what there. I was I think that's what we wanted to achieve mm. as a big goal was like a, a compilation. Of, of me as as well, as Macy and like you know when you have it all in an album I think it's just easier for people to be like ah oh, 
rather than these random singles that you just you know it was like everyone was going like it's the singles game bro and it's like fuck <laughs> yeah boring yeah like, exactly i'm never i'm never going to do that yeah i'm always going to do album by album like every mm. time i put something out i want it to be part of something and yeah. i want to tell a story yeah i decided yeah. that it is really hard to especially as a new artist um yeah trying to find what the artist's sound is just from that three minute song or three minute so. track and you're like okay like change, i want more you change so much yeah. between singles i think right. as well but like i say that i come from a privileged position actually saying that because i was lucky enough to get project funding and like making an album entirely on your own with no funding in this economy <laughs> yeah um, unless you do it all yourself, which some of my peers do, and I, th- it's amazing. Yeah. Um, but I just, yeah, that was my journey, and I think, I think I, I do know I'm very lucky and blessed to have been able to even start thinking about making an album. You know, before I got signed, before anything, it was NZ on there. But yeah. And my team, you know, like Rory helped me write up yeah. the application. My sister, my ex, everyone yeah. got involved. With yeah. Like, we can. Yeah. I don't know. No, it's it's a team effort for sure, and that's and why it's called the lovers. I think as well, it's like mm. it's a labor of love. Yeah, I was gonna ask you how you landed on the name mm. of the album, um, knowing that. that there's no title track with that. So I ask guess me. it's yeah, yeah. Tell tell me how, how you <laughs> came up with that. Um, what I just said, I guess, is in in hindsight, it, it applies to it. But I, I think I went through. My, my dad passed in 2021 oh, sorry. on January the 11th um, and my partner of six years like we we separated a couple months before that which I look back on and I was very angry and reactive at the time but she was so brave to do the right thing and let me go because the relationship wasn't right I mm. wasn't good yeah she wasn't good and to like stay on just because I had a sick father we would would have just I don't know she made the I'm proud of it yeah I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it but yeah that mm. that happened and then I was in this messy really lost period doing a lot of drugs partying a lot trying to feel I don't know trying to numb it I think yeah without realizing it mm. but throughout all of that mess in the last three years I just I've met so many wonderful human beings and friends that have just been the right person to me at the right time that's just helped me go through these phases and I think that's what the album's about it's about friends it's about romance it's about relationships with parents it's it's about love mm. um, and my like growth from a naive like kid I guess and then when that shit happens you grow up real quick well you yeah. don't you don't even grow up you just like oh life's kind of shit yeah, and it doesn't hold back its punches. Life happens at you. It, yeah, <laughs> and it really does come in three sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a, yeah, and I guess by the end of the album, there's a bit more hope and it's a bit more reflective rather than reactive. Yeah. And I definitely don't have the answers. I don't think any. I think that's the human experience is we're all trying to find the answers. Yeah. But the think, why. Yeah, the why. Yeah. And I, but I think by the end of that journey, I'm. Yeah, it's about growth. Am I rambling? No. Does that like answer that. that question? Great yeah. answer. Um, and I liked what you said about how, yeah, finding the right people is, is so important. And sometimes oh, yeah. at the 
when you look back at the time you don't really realize why something's happening or why these people are in your life or why you're having conflict but then like later on you can look back and see like oh i kind of understand like oh, so why that happened beautiful. and also great to be able to meet new people and new friends and at that time you're like oh no one understands mm. me like i'm not close to anyone as much as i want to but then like later in life you meet those people that you needed it yeah yeah no great answer um so yeah i wanted to dive into a few tracks on the album mm -hmm. and i wanted to start with um who really gets what they want um and as i mentioned before like this kind of sounds like an alt pop classic which is so amazing. So yeah, can you tell us what inspired you to write this track? Yes, I was sat in my little bedroom studio at my ex's. Mm -hmm. I had a cold, I think, and it was a gray day and I could see all the people bustling around in the city doing their thing and I just thought, oh, and I was like, I was still in that era of, of feeling like I hadn't quite gotten into the scene or like, no one cared about what I was making. Mm. What's the point in being an artist? You fucking self-deprecating, self-indulgent in a monologue being mean. And I just wanted to wallow in that for mm. three minutes. So Who Really Gets What They Want is really just an anthem in support of feeling those feelings. Yeah. And not meditating for 10 minutes, <laughs> going for a run, yeah. having a salad, doing all the right things it's like just do all the right you can have a day oh, of yeah. just and then get over it but like yeah you do have to get over it but I just thought it was nice to have a song an anthem for anyone that's feeling like the world's against them 100% and I don't know how it happened it fell out in like 20 minutes but when you listen to it I feel like it's like it doesn't actually make you feel sad it makes you just kind of feel like it's all a bit of a joke really like yeah <laughs> human emotions are just so fucking complicated and they go up and down and yeah I, yeah I really 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 like that song yeah I'm very proud of it I think it's really relatable and yeah like what you said um sometimes instead of trying to suppress those emotions and dismiss it and then be like no it's fine I'm I'm fine keep moving actually it's not it's not I'm pissed off and it's okay yeah and as humans we're allowed to feel those emotions yeah. and we yeah kind of just need to surrender to it sometimes and be like you know what I do feel like shit and I'm gonna write about it it's that whole and... thing as well that I learned recently with therapy it's like mm. my whole life I've done that yeah never gotten angry never never called people out when something isn't right mm. I've been a bit of a sheep or like a bit of a um people the people the disease to please as mm. my friend Rachel calls it I quite like that yeah, yeah. I've, got, I've got it terribly mm. and I'm actually on antibiotics for it mm. at the moment <laughs> but it is it is a hard one to put to, to kill yeah and it's like I feel like that song is also a way to remind myself that no you can get angry if someone yeah. upsets you or if you don't if you feel wronged yeah you know even if it upsets someone it's like okay to you know yeah and that kind of comes back to self-respect and self-confidence and self-esteem, you know, all those things. Like, if you want to respect yourself and your decisions and your well-being, then sometimes you do have to put yourself first and let people know. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Another track I absolutely love is Night Out, <laughs> um, especially the version with Molly Payton, mm -hmm. obvious um, reason. She's mm. an incredible um, singer-songwriter. Queen. Um, yes, yeah, such a stunning duet. So how did this collaboration come about? 
How did that happen? Um, we loved the song mm. as a collective from day dot before it came out, and I think Stevie, my A and R, was like, "It'd be great to get a duet on there." She was like, yeah. I think "Molly would be great," and I was like, "Oh no, she's way too cool. She, she'd never, <laughs> she'd never want to work with me because what we just talked about about yeah. thirty seconds ago, self esteem, whatever." Yeah. And then she, she asked on my behalf, I think, and Molly was keen as. Cool. And I was like, oh my God, it's Molly Payton. I was a bit starstruck, I think. Yeah, I would be. Yeah. But then she came into the studio. We sat down. It was just me and her. And, and she's the most chill, cool, vibey human being. We actually wrote another song after she'd written her verse for Night Out. Oh, wow. Got on the, she got on the piano and we wrote one. It's really good. We've got it in voice memo. Maybe it'll be on the next album. That'd be great. Um, but yeah, we just got on really well, and 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 she added so much to the song because I, that whole song is me. I was in love with this girl after the breakup. We well, call it. I called it love at the time, but maybe it was just this need to like feel validated. Mm. But I chased her for like months, and it, I wasn't getting the idea that we we were friends. Right. She didn't want anything else. Oh no. And I was being a simp. Yeah. <laughs> just being so silly it's all right to be a simp it's all right yeah. um and it's just about yeah like maybe this could happen mm. um holding on to that hope you know because yeah. i think she was she was giving signs and then saying no like hot and cold mm. and it's nice because molly brings in this the perspective of this um wahine that i'm right. pursuing and she kind of was like being the toxic. She took it in a toxic way, like I'm being toxic. You right. Know what I mean, like, yeah. I'm playing with you, but I've got a man that I can't leave. You know? Right. It's like, and it's right. just kind of not adds like this extra layer to the story. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, it's so good. Yeah. So stunning. She wrote that in like 10 minutes, too. Oh, I just wow. sort of let her run with it. Yeah. yeah. She's incredible. So incredible. Mm. And I have to talk about The River because it's one of my favorites as well. I love that song. Um, yeah, really such an upbeat anthem and like so many catchy melodies and that's why, you know, it just stays in your head. Mm. Um, so yeah, can you tell us a little bit about the concept of this track? Um, yeah, that was a rough, rough period. Mary just dumped me. Mm. Sorry, I'm airing my dirty <laughs> we'd, we'd We'd amicably split because split, we both knew it was right, but yep. it still hurt like a bitch. Like mm. it hurt more than dad dying, I would say. Wow. It was like, I, it actually hurts, mm. a breakup like that. Physically. I felt it. Yeah. Um, so I'd been crying for like four days, I think, at my mum's house. And then I went up, because I'd booked a session with Joe, and I walked in there probably looking like, I don't know, looking like Edgar Allan Poe or something, you know, <laughs> with a raven on my head. I don't know. It's just like this, this like physical embodiment of depression. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> He hopped on the piano and we just started this started the song and I had this like melody and this idea that I'd recorded that was like, Oh little one, look what you've done and it was about a friend from work that I was writing about because she was such a she's in such a messy place. Mm. But then he was like, Let's take this and take your recent experience and like write about that. Yeah. And he really, ha he's an amazing writer and an amazing human to collaborate with, just in terms of writing. Forget the, his production is amazing too, but. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, a, it's all about that initial feeling after that breakup. Because um, mm. I remember standing on 
the hills in Waikato, like outside of mum's house. I was smoking a cigarette. It was raining. And I was looking at the river, like going down like that. Mm. And that visual is what we based the song off. Yeah. And that breakup, you know, we'd been in that river and then we'd, she's gone that way, I've gone that way. Right. We all end up in the same ocean, those yeah. metaphors. I love it. So yeah, it's a very like, uh, on your knees, ah. Yeah, definitely feel that vibe from the mm, song. Moody. Moody, yeah. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And then, yeah, he, he was like, let's make it 160 BPM. Yeah. And let's, <laughs> you like the war on drugs? Let's yeah. put some fucking just war on drugs. Just jump. And I was like, yeah. oh shit, now it's a fucking song. You yeah. Know? It could have been a ballad. But, yes. But yeah. Oh, I think that's what all good songs can be like, depending on how you produce it. If it's a really good song, you can bring oh, it no, down, that, that's bring another, it up. That's another rule I, I live yeah. by. I don't put anything on an app. I don't feel good about a session unless when we wrote it it was sounding good on in the room on mm. whatever instrument it was written on yeah otherwise what have you made exactly yeah you can't polish a turd true it's still, it's still <laughs> a turd you know it's true yeah. it's really true so yeah, you've mentioned some of the um collaborators on this album and some pretty incredible producers um you've got rory noble yeah. joe farris ben malone um benny boy did most of it yeah He's the executive. Yeah. He's the man that, um, like I said earlier, got me to the, got me to dig a bit deeper and find find that voice. Yeah. Yeah. He developed me big time. Nice. Yeah. Um, what was your favorite moment working with? With Ben. Everyone? Well, yeah, oh, with, with everyone. Ben. So many. I think one one that sticks with me though is um, when we got the Auckland Philharmonic to come in and do strings. Oh wow. Yeah. There's That's real cool. strings on there. Oh, I had no idea. I probably should have said that. <laughs> Yeah, they're that's, on there. That's key. Listen out for Cello, that. Cello, viola, violin, and the second violin. And Ben wrote... Awesome. Ben wrote those string parts himself. Like, I didn't get involved. Cool. Well, I did, but, like, he's the genius behind that. And yeah. I just remember going to Parachute Studio A and seeing these wonderful, wonderful women doing their thing to my music. Yeah. That was quite a... Stand on the drums when we did the drum session day. Oh yeah. Ben tracked I think eight songs in a day. Damn. Which is unheard of. That's crazy. Madness. Yeah. Because budget was tight. Yeah. Got to do it in the day. And he got it done. <laughs> wow. It's incredible. Um, another one would be when we wrote Night Out with me and Rory. We were doing this thing where I'd come over, we'd hang out for a bit, then we'd smoke some weed, and then nice get kind of vibey and then it would be like 1 or 2 a.m. he'd be like we just stop making songs yeah <laughs> and night out was one of those yeah i think it's nice not it's to have the, the pressure right yeah and it's still the demo vocals from that night he didn't oh. we didn't re-record we didn't go oh we've got to do serious vocals now yeah I hate that shit yeah because sometimes the vocals that you do on the initial session are the ones with the most character yeah and it shows because Night Out sounds fucking cool. 100%. Yeah. yeah, sometimes if it's too polished, you can really hear it and you don't want to listen to a recording mm. and it's like their 51st vocal take. Yeah. And you're like, okay, is this the one? Who yeah, cares? you kind of want to just go. Oh, and another really special moment. Yeah. When we finished our last trip to the beach, Ben and me were in the room because that was just me and Ben did that one. Yeah. Um, and we, he finished the production on it and we listened to it and then 
he was like this and I was crying and he turned and he was like it's just so sad and we both cried oh that's a special moment that's so special there's so much of him in it and there's so much of me in it Mm. so I wanted to talk about your album release show coming Mm -hmm. up big fan um, and you've got special guest LA Woman, yeah. iconic. Pretty cool. Really cool. I've looked up to them for years. Yeah, that, and now they're that's so good playing with me. Yeah. Um, funny old world. Yeah. So, what are you looking forward to most about that performance? Uh, all my friends. Yeah. I got a lot. Of, I got a lot of beautiful people in my life. So yeah. It'll be nice to hang out with them and I guess give back to them in in the only way I really can. I'm broke. So I can just sing it. I can sing at them. That's good. I think that's nice. I think people are appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be cool. Um, to see LA play, that's going to be a vibe. Yeah. I just, yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to it. And I've done a lot of work over the years of getting better at, I, I used to be so like nervous. I still am just being in the spotlight, like getting on the stage was my least favorite part of the whole process. Yeah. But last night at rehearsal, I was stressing out, I left an interface at home, I was running late, everything was a mess, and then the band turned up, we played one song, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot, we're, we're actually quite good. Yeah. And then, all, then Josh, my drummer, was like, I told you, man, we got you, like, you don't have to worry anymore, like, yeah. just get on there, and, you know, and I just, I feel more confident than I ever have, I think. That's so great. Yeah. Who are your favourite New Zealand artists at the moment? I love this question. <laughs> It's always so hard because I know, so I know I know all of them, yeah. you know, and I think they're all incredible in their own right. But um, I guess like one for me would, I, in terms of like that are established and doing well, um, Aldous Harding. Yeah. She is, for me, just a fascinating artist. Marlon, mm-hmm. with his latest album, so yeah. fucking good. Incredible. Thinking of Nina is <laughs> so, so good. good. The video, oh, anyway, <laughs> incredible. Um, and then obviously LA Woman, like they just released Hell of a Night yeah. with Joe, who did the, like, Yeah. it's such a good song. So good. Um, Bexy. Of course. My, 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 my Biffle. Yeah. Um, also love your song with her. Oh, it's, it's so nice. low-key my favourite on the album. Yeah. <laughs> low-key. <laughs> I, I, I hope it does well and gets listened because it's amazing. Um, yeah, I could keep going. Mm. Yeah, who, who those else? are some... No, those are some good picks. Yeah. Lots of lots of great artists. Oh, I, I'm sure I'm going to leave the interview and think, shit, I should have mentioned them and them and them. But yeah. We could fill it in later. Yeah. All right, well, try our last question. Okay. Um, big one. So, what are the biggest lessons you've learned in your career so far, and what advice do you have for other artists out there? It's true what they say. It's a it's a endurance game. Yeah. Um, even though I'm where I'm at now, it's true what they say. I still feel like I should be somewhere else further. You you never. Yeah. I mean, I, I not to be ungrateful. Like I am grateful, but it is. That is, that is the game you're in. It's yeah. a game of constant need to do more and do better. Constant and if you grind. if you can't handle that, then it's probably not for you. Yeah. Don't drink heaps. And um, <laughs> um, for me, it was drugs. 
Mm. I, I, was, I, was, I was doing a lot of substances and it just made everything needlessly harder. Yeah. It's like putting a brick wall up. It's like knocking a brick wall down and then just adding extra bricks to it. Yeah. When you, it's just You're a, not helping yourself. No. Yeah. And I'm not saying don't have fun yeah. and, and, and party and have fun, but it is one of those things that can get in the way, mm. especially... Yeah, if you're trying to do this do this career and you're also feeling anxious and on a come down, uh uh-uh. Oh no. Oh no. It's a it <laughs> it's really it slows the process down. <laughs> right. It might not have taken three years if I wasn't so hooked on that yeah. side of life for a bit. I've actually been drug free for nearly two months now. So. Congrats. Very good. Um what else is the advice? And just be be nice, be humble. And don't think that people are too cool or too good for you because mm. I did think that. Turns out we're all the same and exactly. we're all just trying to do the same thing. Mm. And people, deep, people, everybody just wants to help everybody else. Yeah. Um, yeah. Imposter syndrome and all that sort of stuff. You've got to try and deal with that. Yeah. No, is that good advice? A hundred percent. Look after yourself. Yeah. yeah. Look after yourself. And I, I like the point that you made. I think we have a really cool, unique, tight-knit community. Um, Which can, from the outside, look like this scary thing. Yeah. Am I good enough? Yeah. Or just walk in there and say hello. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's chill. People are nicer than you think. They are. And in the end, um, people just want good music. Yeah. And, and if they them. aren't nice, tell them they're not and stand up for yourself. Great. That one. That's a that's a yeah. nice piece of advice as yes. well. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Yeah, so congrats on the release of your debut album, The Lovers. Go check it out. Um and then go to Macy's show at Big Fan. Yes, please. Thursday twenty first of September. Yes. Eight o'clock doors, um, LA on after that and then me at the end. Amazing. Bing bang bong. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs>